Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 12th, 2024. I'm teaching a series this year on laser focus, on what I I believe to be God's fixed purpose. So what I'm teaching you this year is that God established a purpose for you from the foundations of the world. That purpose is fixed and established, not going to change. It is immutable. God's plans for you, the, the, the giftings and the callings of God, Romans 11, are without repentance. They are unchanging. So God's plans for you are fixed, established, and unmutable. And so now what we must do is discover those things. Say this, say, I find it, follow it, and finish it, right? What we want to do is discover it, develop in it, deploy into it so that we can become the men and women that God has called us to be. So along those lines... Uh, The title of today's message, as I was meditating on this, is Prosperity and Hope. I'm going to talk about prosperity and hope, God's blueprint for your success. There's a level of prosperity and hope connected to the plans that we believe that God established for us before the world began. So we need to open up our hearts to God's plans for our lives because those plans contain prosperity and hope. Put in the chat, prosperity and hope. Put in the chat, God's blueprint. For me, y'all ready? I'm gonna teach this thing from Jeremiah chapter chapter 29 and verse 11, also from Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25, and I believe that you're gonna be tremendously blessed. So open up your heart to receive. Get ready. This is gonna be good. So let's get into the word for this morning. So listen, what I told you I would do at the beginning of this year is that, you know, I laid out Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 as the scripture we're going to be looking at every day. And then I added to it about 20 different scriptures. And I gave you a little bit about each of those scriptures. And then I said, hey, we're going to go back. We're going to circle back and do more of a deep dive into every one of those. And then once we have that foundation laid for the year, we're going to spend the rest of the year looking at the lives of several people in the Bible that actually live their lives with a fixed purpose, right? And so right now I'm still in the phase of going over those scriptures. One of those scriptures was Jeremiah 29, 11. So let me read to you Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 first, and then we'll look at Jeremiah 29 and 11. So Proverbs 4 and 25 from the Passion Translation says this, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Put in the chat, I have a fixed purpose. Put in the chat, I look straight ahead. Put in the chat, I ignore life's distractions. I'm not going to be distracted, not to the left nor to the right. I'm going to be locked in on what I believe to be God's fixed purpose for my life. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 from the New International Version. This is what the Bible says. The Lord is speaking through the prophet Jeremiah and the Lord says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Okay, now he explains, these are plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. One of the things that God wants you to know is that, listen, I made plans for you from the foundations of the world. These plans are good plans. These are plans to prosper you, not to harm you. You can trust me, God is saying, I'm not going to hurt you. 
You could trust me. Put in the chat. God is not going to hurt me. Come on, man. The reason why I can I can give up my plans, the plans that I had and I thought were good. The reason why I can give up my plans and throw them away for the plans that I believe that God is leading me to. If God says, no, son, no daughter, let go of that. Die to self. Pick up these other plans. The only reason why I can throw away my plans and hold on to God's plans is because I know that God is not going to hurt me. I know that God is not out to get me. God is out to bless me. Put in the chat, God is out to bless me. So because I know that God is good, because I know that God wants to bless me, because I know that God's plans are good, I'm willing to die to self. I'm willing to yield to him. I'm willing to put his will above my own. And that, my friends, is the life of faith. It's the grace life. It's how we're supposed to live. So as we're thinking about this laser focus on God's fixed purpose, let's take a look at Proverbs 4 and 25 and Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. So Jeremiah 29 and 11, understanding God's plans for us. These are, this is not just a comforting verse. This is a powerful declaration. God is saying, listen, I made plans for you. And I want you to know these plans are good plans. And I want you to know I'm not out to, to get you. I'm out to bless you. I'm not going to hurt you. And I want you to know these plans are full of prosperity and these plans are full of hope. So as we think about this divine promise, as we think about this divine truth that God crafted a plan for me, that his plan is good, that his plan is filled with hope and is designed for my success. Now I can open up my heart to God's best. God is out to bless me. And I know that because God is a good God. You got it? All right. All right. So I have three things to share with you this morning. What does this mean for you? Three things. Here's number one this morning. To walk with God for the long haul anyway, you must develop Confidence in God's goodness. Put, put in the chat, I develop confidence in God's goodness. Another word for confidence is faith. But I develop confidence or faith in the goodness of God. I develop confidence or faith in the good. I believe that God is a good God. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 is telling me, giving me a reassurance that God's plans are not just like wishes. No, these are concrete good plans and they give me a hope, and God is reassuring me, hey, son, hey, daughter, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not out to get you. I'm out to bless you. So this confidence I'm, I'm developing is not a confidence that is based on me or my performance. No, I'm delivered from performance-based religion. My confidence is based on God and his unchanging character. I believe that God is inherently good. I remember years ago, um, I, I wasn't around uh, in the 50s, but uh, when I read Oral Roberts wrote two um, biographies, autobiographies, and I read both of them. And um, in, in the first one, he talked about all the backlash that he would get because he was one of the first preachers on television. And he talked about one of the, the backlash that he would get because he would end his broadcast by saying something good is going to happen to you today. And then people would get so upset over who, what, what, who are you to say something good is going to happen? Why would you say that? Why? Because he was convinced. He was like fully persuaded that God is a good God and that God has good plans for us. But people, religious people got really upset with Oral Roberts because he was telling people that they should expect something good from God. People were upset by the goodness of God. That's crazy. Matter of fact, the Bible says it is the goodness of God that causes people to repent. It is the good. When God is, when there are people shooting up heroin, 
when there's somebody in a hotel room sleeping with somebody that's not their wife, and they're doing all of this stuff outside of the will of God, and in that moment, the Holy Spirit whispers into their ear, I love you, son. I love you, daughter. They take the needle out of their arm and they fall down and they repent. They leave the person that's not their wife and they, they repent. And they are they, what, what is happening? It is the goodness of God. God is not saying in that moment, you're going to hell. God is saying, son, I still have plans for you. Daughter, I still have plans for you. And I'm a good God and I love you. And it is the goodness of God that causes people to repent. God is a good God. He made plans for you. You know why? Because he is good. Put in the chat, say God is good. God is good. Understanding the goodness of God. Understanding the grace of God, the mercy of God, the favor of God will help you to overcome fear. It will help you to overcome doubt. It will help you to overcome unbelief, especially in the inevitable challenges of life. You and I are going to face challenges. God is a good God, but that doesn't mean we're not going to face challenges. So when we're facing challenges, we can face them knowing that God is good, that he hasn't given up on us, that he's more committed to us than we're committed to us. And it is the goodness of God that will fuel us and empower our faith. We can face the future with optimism. Put in the chat, I face my future with optimism. Why? Because I know that my steps are ordered by the Lord. And my steps are ordered by the Lord, taking me to a path that is good. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to face challenges, but ultimately it's going to work out for my, for my good and for God's glory. So I'm trusting in the fact that God is good. I'm trusting in God's goodness. I'm trust, and this is how I live by faith. I'm choosing to believe God's plans. You got to choose. Put put in the chat. I choose to believe in God's good plans for me, even when it's not evident, even when it's not visible, even when life is complicated, even when when I I, I know that God said something, but it's not happened yet. And as a matter of fact, it's getting worse before it gets better, and it and it's difficult, and it's challenging, and it's complicated. Even in that moment, I know that God is a good God. I know that, that God made good plans for me, and I'm not going to be moved. I will not be moved. Put it in the chat. I will not be moved by what I see. I'm going to be moved by what God said. So I'm trusting in God, and this is not a passive trust. This is an active trust. This is, I'm trusting God, and it's not passive. I'm trusting God, and it's so active that it it empowers me to make personal decisions that line up with what I believe to be God's blueprint for my life. I'm fixing, I'm setting my gaze. I'm fixing my eyes. I have a laser focus. This is God's fixed purpose. I believe what that God has established some things for me in 2024. I'm not going to be moved by what just happened in January. I'm not going to be moved by what is happening right now in February. I'm going to fix my eyes. I'm going to set my gaze. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to keep my faith switch in the on position. I'm realizing that God's plans for me is a journey. It's a journey of faith. It's a process of transformation where I'm building up my, my confidence. I'm building up my character. Why? I'm, I'm believing and I'm actively believing every day. And I'm setting my faith in alignment with what I believe to be the plans that God established for me before the world began. Say amen to that. That is the life of faith and is how I'm supposed to live. You got it? Number two, I'm taking my time this morning. I'm trying not to get too excited because this is really important what I'm saying. So I'm trying to get, get this out and I'm trying to get it out clearly. Number two, prosperity and hope as divine assurances. Prosperity and hope are my assurances. God is assuring me, hey son, 
Jeremiah 29, 11. Listen, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not out to get you. I'm assuring you that I made good plans for you. I'm assuring you that I, these are plans to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope. I, this is an assurance from me. So, so this is this is God telling me I'm I plan to prosper you. And I'm not just talking about money. Listen, when when I say prosperity, people think about money or material wealth. No, no, no. I'm saying when God says I want to prosper you, God is saying I want you to have peace. I want you to have health. I want you to have fulfillment. I want you to have relationships. I want you to I want you to experience my best in every area and every aspect of your life. This is a promise of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, this promise of hope is almost like an antidote for uh despair. For people that are battling these mental health challenges. Right now, there are people that are really struggling mentally, especially young people. And 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 in their minds, they don't see themselves. They don't they don't see themselves as good. They don't see themselves as worthy. They don't see their future as bright. They don't they don't think God loves them. They all of this stuff, and these are all attacks from the enemy. These are all tricks from the devil. And so the devil is trying to get you to think these bad thoughts. And God in in Jeremiah 29 11, God is like, hey, listen, I want you to know something. I made plans for you. These plans are good plans. These plans, first of all, I'm not out to get you. I'm out to bless you. These are plans to give you a future and a hope. And if you anchor your soul in that, if you meditate and medicate on that, then then you will not feel the sense of despair. You will not battle thoughts of depression. Why? Because you're going to enter into God's rest. Because you know that God wants to prosper you, that God wants to bless you, that God has made good plans for you, and that as you walk out this life of faith, that God's good plans will unfold right before your very eyes in unexpected ways. There are unexpected blessings coming to you. Put in the chat, I have unexpected blessings that are coming to me. I'm I'm meditating and medicating on God's goodness. This is a perspective that sees beyond the immediate. Like, I know that you and I, we're all going to face challenges and circumstances, but when you meditate and medicate on what I'm teaching you this morning, you can see beyond the immediate. You can see into the eternal. You can see into the abundant. You can see into the life that God planned for you from the foundations of the world. And that sight, that divine sight is giving you hope, is giving you, like, I, I, I can set goals now as I'm getting ready for 2024. I can set goals that are aligned with what I believe to be God's will for my life for this year. I can I can connect with a community, a local church that that is going to help me to to grow spiritually and to be discipled. I'm going to I'm going to go after things that are bigger than me to advance God's kingdom plans and purposes. I'm going to use my gifts and my talents and my money for things that will advance the plans and the purposes of God and the kingdom of God is advancing in this world and is going to advance through me. I realize that my life is bigger than me. So while I go through mountaintops and valleys, right? My, my, my life, I would love to, to just be a series of mountaintops, but there are, there are times where we go through valleys, but yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, I shall fear no evil. I will never lose hope. I will never give up because God is a good God and he made plans for me and God wants to prosper me and God is not out to get me. And so I'm meditating on that. So even if I'm in the valley, I know that the next mountaintop is coming. Even if I'm in the valley, 
I know that my, my hope is established is I'm setting my gaze on what is before me. I'm looking straight ahead with a fixed purpose. I'm ignoring life's distractions. I know that these things are yet but a moment. These things are temporary. I know what Paul said. He said, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, come on now, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I'm, I'm setting my gaze. This is a, There's a promise of hope. There's a promise of prosperity. There's a promise of peace. And, and God established that promise. And I'm going to set my gaze on that. I'm, I'm going to meditate and medicate on that. I, I will not be moved by circumstances. I look up and not down. I look forward and not backward. I, I, I'm believing that the best is yet to come. Say amen to that. Oh my God, I said I was not going to preach. I'm trying to calm down. Jesus, this is good. All right, y'all ready? Number three, last point for today. Navigating life with our hearts set on God's divine blueprint. I want, I want, I'm going to navigate my life. I'm going to navigate my life. How? I'm going to keep my heart set. I'm going to set my gaze on God's divine blueprint. God has something for me. God has something for you. Jeremiah 20, chapter 29 and verse 11 is almost like a personal prophecy for me. I'm believing God that God established some things for me. God is not out to get me. God is out to bless me. God made plans to prosper me, to give me a future, to give me a hope. So this blueprint, God's design for my life, I'm, I'm discovering it as I'm spending time with him. I'm, I'm discovering it as I'm spending time with the Holy Spirit. And as I discover it, I develop in it, and then I deploy into it. The Holy Spirit tells me where to go and what to do when I get there. The Holy Spirit tells me what to say and how to say it. The Holy Spirit tells me what what leaps of faith to take. And, and, and the whole time God is saying, I have plans to prosper you. I have plans not to harm you. These are plans to give you a hope. These are plans to give you a future. So no matter what you're facing, no matter what challenge you're facing this Monday morning, God is saying, man, I have good plans for you. And these are plans to prosper you, to give you a hope, to give you a future. Listen, God, God is saying, I would never let you down. God is saying, I never promised that it would be easy. I just promised to be with you. I would never leave you. I would never forsake you. I would never turn my back on you. I would never relax the grip that I have to, on you. I would never change my plans for you. No, my plans are my blueprint for your life. And so I want you, son, I want you, daughter, to believe the plans. I want you to believe what I believe about you. I want you to open up my, your heart to my goodness. I want you to embrace it. I want you to meditate on it. I want you to walk in it. I want you to make plans in accordance with it. I want you to set your agenda for this week and this year. I want you to set your agenda based on the fact that I made good plans for you. I want you to die to self and get to the point where you fully embrace the plans that I have for you. I want you to desire to become the man or the woman that I destined for you to be. I want you to open up your heart to my best, the Lord is saying. I want you to, to meditate and believe in my goodness. I want you to know that I can open doors for you that no man can close. I can close doors for you that no man can open. I can raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. So as you're meditating and planning for 2024, uh, listen, I want you to open up your heart to my, to my goodness so that you can plan with clarity and focus so that you can prioritize your time and your energy and your resources on the things that truly matter, on the things that I have established for you. I want you to connect to a local church where you can be taught and discipled and edified and built up and encouraged. I, I want you to watch things like today's word so I can pour into you and you can open up your heart to receive. I want you to meditate and medicate on my plans. I want you to know that there's a, a, a unique 
and an individual calling on your life. And there's a collective calling for your particular community. And I want you to walk in the uniqueness of your individual calling. I want you to participate in the collective calling. I want you to be who you, who you are individually. I want you to connect to your community. I want you to make a global impact, a community impact. I want you to do all of these things. Why? Because I made good plans for you. I want this to be practical. What I'm saying is, I want you to open up your heart. This is what I'm saying. When, when you are faced with a circumstance or a situation that you have real sense realm evidence, life is slapping you in the face and you have evidence like emails, text messages, a letter in the mail, a report from the doctor, a report, a financial statement. You have evidence that is going against, that is the opposite of what God spoke to you about 2024. Then in that moment, you can either crumble under the pressure of the earthly evidence where you're looking at the letter, you keep reading it, oh God, what am I going to do? You can either crumble over what the doctor said or the bank said or the lawyer said or your girlfriend said. You can crumble over that or you can go back and say, despite what I'm seeing with my natural eyes, Lord, my, I'm going to set my gaze on what you said. I know what you said over this season. I'm not going to be moved. There's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've already seen in my heart. Father, I choose to establish my confidence in you. I choose to, to remind myself of the fact that you made good plans for me from the foundations of the world. These are plans to give me a future and a hope. Even though I have evidence that is contrary to what you are speaking to me by your spirit, I will not be moved by what I see with these eyes. I'm only going to be moved by what you said. I meditate and medicate on your goodness day and night. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm, I'm going to walk out my divine destiny. I'm going to believe that in the fullness of your timing, you're going to do everything that you said. I know that you want to prosper me. I know that you want to give me a future and a hope. I know that my future is bright. I'm setting my gaze. I'm fixing it. There's a fixed purpose that is established for me, and it's not going to change. This, stuff, this thing was established from the foundations of the world. This is the life of faith. And this is how I shall live. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Oh, I got through it. That was a lot. That was a lot. Uh, but now we're going to close this out. We're going to close out this, this, this message with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice. That was good, by the way. This is a message you might need to listen to again to get you encouraged. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, I declare that I am living with a laser focus on your fixed purpose for my life. I stand today fully aware and very grateful for the divine plan that you crafted for me before I ever took one breath. So I acknowledge that you have chosen me. You set me apart and you called me for such a time as this. I live my life being led by your spirit every day. I have a laser focus on your fixed purpose for my life. I embrace the plans that you declared over me, plans to prosper me, not to harm me, plans to give me a hope and a future. So I am confident in your goodness and in your faithfulness. And I know that your best will manifest at just the right time. I choose to walk by faith. I make decisions that are anchored in your plans for me. I live with hope and optimism. And I, I'm dedicated to growing in grace 
and in the knowledge of my Lord Jesus Christ. I vow to use my life as a testament of your glory. I will influence this generation with your love and power. And I believe that greater is coming for me. Not because of who I am, but because of who you are. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this is today's word. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today's. If you're not getting my notes, like these notes are good notes, man. You get the notes for free. Why not sign up? Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button on the top right part of the website. Click on that. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. God made good plans for you. Jeremiah 29, 11. I want you to meditate on that. I'm going to probably deal with this again tomorrow, but I want you to open up your heart to God's best and do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for you. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.